Okay, so we got some new release date news. Uh, kind of, sort of, sort of uh, in line with what we had talked about before in terms of kind of the rolling Star Trek schedule, but we we see a little bit more about it now. So I thought yeah. we should go over that, especially because it'll it concerns uh, future programming for this for the show, <laughs> at least potentially. Sure. So you know, back last fall, we talked about this, and then we've kind of updated it since then. We talked about how allegedly Prodigy and Discovery were supposed to be running concurrently, but that's not actually true. Um, that was not, that didn't turn out turning out to be true because they basically stopped doing like the through like the first quarter of season two of Prodigy they stopped it um, to then start running Discovery and then they brought back Prodigy like a, a couple weeks ago from recording date they brought it back on January sixth and we're recording this on the twenty third and those are. Then those started running, and they stopped doing Discovery. And so then now, and then I think those are going to be done in February, I think, or or late January. And then um, and then Discovery will come back to finish its fourth season starting on February tenth. And I'm saying all this knowing that like both of these shows will be out, you know, before this podcast. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But we'll, and we'll and we'll and we we hopefully we'll have to talk about this after the show. But we will hopefully have uh, some specials or at least one special or something. We'll have to figure out how we're going to do it. Then um, honestly, it might. Well, we'll talk about it afterwards. <laughs> if, I, I think it, 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 depending on what we think we'll have to say about these shows, it, it honestly feels like it might be good to just have like one supersized Discovery slash Prodigy episode or, or something. Oh, okay, but, yeah. Anyway, though, um, so they, but the, but so they also announced that they are renewing Discovery for season five. So we get uh-huh. more, uh, more of that, more, <laughs> more crying Starfleet characters for another, another uh. year. And they pushed Picard's premiere date back to March 3rd, my mom's birthday. I can't think of a better present for her than the first episode of Star Trek <laughs> Picard. Star Trek Picard, season two. Season two. Well, I get, which I apparently they a trailer dropped uh, dropped yesterday when we're talking, which I have not watched yet. But apparently, oh really? There's another. It's the first. It's the first Guinan sighting is is in this, uh, this trailer. Interesting. So, yeah. Okay. So. They've also announced that Strange New Worlds is coming out on March 5th, or sorry, May 5th, May 5th, which seems like oh, there really? will be then like some kind of a gap then between Picard and Strange New Worlds. Um, but May, but yeah, first season one of Strange New Worlds, which I'm int- very interested in, coming yeah, out on yeah. May 5th. I know, I'm a little bit more excited about it than you. I'm just, like, I, I'm trying not to set my expectations too high, because I'm just afraid it's going to be more Discovery. Yeah, and then Lower Decks season three is coming out with ten episodes this summer, Hooray. and then and then they also renewed that for a fourth season. Nice. And then and then the second half of Prodigy oh, will Prodigy. be coming late. Will be coming out later on in in the year. Hmm. So yeah, we've got a lot a lot coming, and it seems like not really very many gaps. It's uh, uh, you know maybe maybe a little gap between Picard and Strange New Worlds potentially, but they're they're going to be churning it out pretty. Uh, yeah pretty on the reg for the free simple future so we'll have a lot to talk about <laughs> hi everybody and welcome to out of contract the show where two guys who have seen part of star trek try to watch all of it in no particular order i'm ryan howard and i'm brady jungle and today we are talking about bound not the <laughs> good uh kind of neo-noir crime thriller by the wachowskis but a not very good Season four episode of Star Trek Enterprise. Yes, the the episode that seeks to answer the question: How many Star Trek episodes about women having superpowers that let them manipulate men is too many? 
Yeah. Um, and the answer is definitely least... less than four. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the, so this episode is this is this this episode is season four, episode seventeen of of uh, Enterprise. Something we I don't think we've talked about very much on the show is that I think all of Star Trek, almost all of Star Trek, only lives on Paramount Plus now. Yeah, more and more it that is becoming the case. I Netflix know. still has yeah, Netflix still has like part of DS9 I think at least uh, and then maybe one or two other things, but it's it's almost all Paramount Plus, so that's yeah, where Yeah, I'm sure kind of as their contracts are are coming up, they're just yeah, taking it all back. So I I watch this on Paramount Plus cuz I don't I don't own the Blu-rays of uh <laughs> of, of Enterprise and um yeah. Something that kind of shocked me was was when this episode ended, it started. It was like getting ready to play the next episode, and I realized that the next episode of the show is the finale. Are you serious? Like, like, yes. Like <laughs> this, is, this. this is the last regular episode of. Oh wow! <laughs> of Star Trek Enterprise. <laughs> and they were just like, like, you know what? Let's let's just call it. Yeah, and it's like, and it's like, obviously, there's there's a little bit. You can tell it's like one of the final episodes because there's like that kind of recurrent like trip plot line yeah. about like him leaving the ship because this is this episode is it's only, only a I think, couple like, episodes after the last one we watched right yeah the last pretty good one that we watched yeah and, and i was and <laughs> yeah so this is only a few episodes later so you can kind of see he you know three you know i think it's like three episodes before this was the the enar episode we watched a couple of a couple of times ago yeah and that ended and, with him being like i need to leave the ship because i'm not like yeah it's it's complicated between me and Paul. Yeah, and then and then three episodes later, he's decided he he can't be apart from T'Pol, and then they he is asked to come back, and and so he's that's the kind of the resolution of this episode. Yeah, and then the next episode starts with uh, Riker with with yeah with Captain Riker uh, going back to to the holodeck to see how the Enterprise handled things, which I I am so excited. I really to watch that episode. From what I've yeah. heard of that episode, or just like like I think I've read through the plot of it before, and it's one of those things that I'm just like that sounds so strange and interesting to watch uh, it's funny too because it, it it has a really really bad reputation but like i kind of feel like it's possible that i might like it because because like i think the main reason it has a bad reputation is because people are like you really kind of like you know dismissed the the crew of the enterprise and like i understand like why for example the, like their own finale was actually yeah just like, like a, a Behind a TNG the, like a, sequel, like yeah, a, and a behind-the-scenes episode of TNG, yeah, yeah, and and I get that, and I get certainly why fans of the show would not like that, and I get why. I, I think I was reading about. Sometime I want to talk to you about my kind of as I've been getting more into this stuff, like re- reading about like Brand- Brandon Braga, like kind of his. I'm sure you know some of this, and this is not like a secret in the Star Trek community. He has kind of a a mixed. He's kind of a mixed bag of reputation, but like kind of reading a little bit about him and, and like. Uh, so you know he he's he has said because he recorded that episode he said that like that episode made Scott Bakula want to punch him and <laughs> and like I get it but I'm also like but I'd always rather be hanging out with Riker than any, of these, yeah. any of these people so I don't know I'm kind of curious about it but yeah anyway, this, though, especially if if this is the last you saw of them was kind of many of them at their just, worst yeah the last you saw them was just them being like it's so hard to uh, be funny. like yeah it's oh my gosh this episode sucks it's, and like it's people bad. and people like the season, fourth season of enterprise the best usually because because again getting back into this is that like so uh this show was showrun for the majority of it by 
Ronald Moore and Brandon Braga, who have kind of, who were kind of like started working on the show on these shows during TNG and kind of gained more kind of influence and prominence over time. And and you know I think you know take what you will from this, but had the least amount of involvement in DS9, which also happens to be my favorite my favorite one of these of these shows. Um, but like then they kind of have more influence on Voyager. And then they and then they end up showrunning this show, and then they got taken off uh, after season three. And I think actually the person I want to say I think it's the person who wrote this episode, Manny Cotto, who uh, was the showrunner of the fourth season. And a lot of people liked that fourth season the best. Hmm. But I was like, this does not this this feels just as bad, <laughs> just as bad as like anything else that we've seen from from uh, yeah yeah from 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 this this show. I mean, I guess if anything, I it's one of only a few Enterprise episodes where the production quality was not like egregiously on display. Like I don't, I don't remember sure. noticing anything that like didn't look fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm sure. I wonder if they had a. But yeah, with especially with it just kind of cutting immediately from this to I don't know the history of this show very well. But did they get kind of prematurely? canceled or cut short yeah. or like, was the fourth season supposed oh, no, to no. be longer and then they were just like oh well we need a finale no my Here's understanding Jonathan actually Frakes. is that they basically like canceled it before the fourth season came out and we're like this is your last oh, season so they like, knew that that was all the- interesting yeah, i'm I, I believe so so it was it was an intentional choice to be the, to have this be the last real episode yeah. of star trek enterprise yeah crazy crazy okay. choice crazy choice just like it's not yeah it's and, and like and, and i don't know if you look back at like the history of these shows like so i assume i have not seen the second last episode of voyager yet but i assume that that's kind of gearing up to it's yeah it's kind of a wrapping up i think i'm trying to remember i think it wraps up maybe like one like it's like wrapping up like a couple characters individual storylines if i remember mm-hmm. right um it, and then and then DS9 obviously is like very very heavily serialized where they basically they have like a six or seven part finale almost. Right. And then TNG it feels a little bit more like this where like the weird thing about TNG is that like before like it, that that's not really a serialized show but it does kind of end with like two of like the four last episodes are like uh, important characters being like I don't want to be in Starfleet anymore. <laughs> it feels a little bit more like that, but except for that, those episodes are actually like pretty good. Yeah. Or, uh, and this is not, but yeah, and that's kind of more what what Voyager does is like they they don't really set up the story of the finale at all, but they just kind of tie off kind of individual characters so that like they all sort of are kind of spend some business like taking care of what they're going to be doing after the show's over basically yeah um anyway I, we've talked <laughs> yeah. we've talked around this for a long time i guess we should probably just get into it but yeah i i, I will say like so this episode is written by manny Cotto, directed by alan croker the the memory alpha description of it is while to paul and tucker discover that they have developed a psychic bond captain archer receives three orion slave girls as a gift for negotiating with a devious orion syndicate with rather disastrous results Yes, as opposed to the good results that can happen when you accept slaves from, as gifts from other people. Yeah. So I, I, I still it's to to my discredit, I think at this point, like, but like, I still when we're watching one of these, I'm like, maybe, maybe this time, like, like hope springs eternal. <laughs> I think just because, like, not, I'm not, I'm not complaining about watching 
so much DS9 and TNG and Voyager, but like that's just what we mostly watch. And so usually, not really with Discovery, but like when we're watching one of the other shows, if we're watching like Enterprise or animated series or original series, I'm always like, oh, like this will be fun. This could be fun because this will be like not the usual thing. Because yeah. I think that those shows. Although Enterprise and, and, is weirdly the usual thing now. We've had. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how said, many we've had out of the last. Well, you've seen our schedule Stretch, coming up yeah. too. We've we've got we've got we a lot of Enterprise coming up here too, but yeah, which is kind of nuts. But but like even still, like this show does feel aesthetically different than those, and so I'm always it's a little true. bit like, oh, yeah. look, that's interesting. Now, so does Discovery, and Discovery like Discovery I don't like for like different reasons than this, but like I mean, this was rough too. Yeah. Also, I I mean, also we've only gotten first season Discovery. <laughs> yeah. Is the other side like I I feel like we we would enjoy some episodes from other seasons of discovery more yeah although although i will say to kind of i was gonna say to preview but that's actually that special probably come out before this episode so to post view uh our discovery season four episode uh season one of discovery might be better than season four oh, of discovery. No. uh it it's are you saying no you don't believe me or no you haven't you haven't watched yeah it, no dre- i've only seen i think three episodes and now i'm less excited to watch the yeah, rest it's not good it's not good but anyway, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that earlier slash later. Uh, <laughs> we will have so yeah, will you... have been talking. Yes. So I I I I. But all that to say, like I, again, we started this episode and I was like, oh, like this is this is about Orions and like we don't which we don't you don't see like a ton of I think in Star Trek, but like they're I think they're kind of an interesting uh, species in Star Trek. And so I was like, oh, maybe this will be interesting because, you know, like we've we've in our interaction with Orion, we've mostly seen, uh, well, I guess we've, we've both seen season three of Discovery, which yeah. the Orion are in. And I think like a pretty good part of that of that season. And then um, and then we've seen. Yeah, but even ten- that. Yeah, I guess that's we, true. But that's like far future Orion as well. Yeah. And then we've seen Tendi, obviously. And, Who's great. And then like that one green, that one green face episode of lower decks uh-huh. so but like we haven't really seen them in like their kind of natural habitat so to speak so i was like oh this will be kind of fun and but yeah so why don't you take us in why yeah you take us in? um so the the one the one thing that is kind of unrelated to the rest of the episode but there's the very i think it's the very opening before the orion show up they're like talking about this planet that they're going to explore and to paul makes some comment about there being dragons on that planet. I don't know if you oh, were, did. You right. catch this? <laughs> I forgot about that. Like, and then they just never talk about that again. Yeah, that it's one of those. And like, you know, again, because you've seen Star Trek Enterprise, like they say it, and you, I just wrote down like, oh, I wonder if we'll see a dragon. We definitely won't see a dragon in this yeah. episode. It's like to follow. Like, oh, look at this planet. This planet's got some stuff that we don't have enough money to go check out. Yeah, basically. <laughs> that I'm just like, wow, that sounds super exciting. I really wish I could see that episode, but yeah. And then, so apparently, kind of the they they get approached by this Orion ship and have this sort of uncomfortable standoff because apparently they had a run in in a previous episode where the Orion tried to like capture Enterprise and turn them into slaves, and then Enterprise fought back, and now the Orion are angry at them and trying to kill them. Mm-hmm. And so this Orion ship captain is just like, well, maybe I can like work out some sort of deal with you so the Orion aren't trying to kill you anymore, and why don't you come over to my ship and we'll sort of negotiate. And then and so Archer and is it Malcolm that go yeah, over? Yeah, yeah. And like meet with a guy and have dinner 
and then he's like, well, before we get to business, let's have some entertainment. And then these three slave girls come out and do this like sexy dance and Archer and Malcolm just kind of like their tongues fall out of their mouths and they're just like, uh, well, I think especially, especially Archer is like, I think the way that Backhill's playing it is that he's trying to be very respectful, but it's hard because they're so sexy. Like is, is I think he's trying to like go for it. Yeah. Which again, like to be like, it's it's not like they're like like they're just doing like a dance like that's you know what I mean like it's not yeah I don't know yeah they're they're just like they're wearing bikinis and just kind of like sort of like moving Slinking. their arms around and like yeah, their hips back and forth well it's clearly it's it's well, clearly like the the impetus of this is like the famous scene from the original series with the Orion who is wearing like a bikini and doing a dance similar to this and yeah. so it's like it's like an homage it's like, what if there were th- Three of them. Yeah, that that really is like what it is. It's like, what if there was three of them and they were sisters, right? Because aren't they sisters? I'm pretty sure. Like, I don't know. Um, I, they might be. I don't know if they say. I they think are. they are. And uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and so then, Abby, Abby's yeah. sister. Yeah, and so yeah, they just do that, and they're like, and they're like wow, pr- pretty nice, you know? But, yeah. And, and I think it says in Memory Alpha, like, three Orion slave girls emerge who dance scantily clad in front of the mesmerized Enterprise crewmates. Yeah. And again, it's just, they're just doing kind of, like, a dance. And it's not like, I don't know, I mean, like, I'm not someone who has ever been to, like, a strip club or anything. But, like, I just, I'm like, it's hard for me to imagine, like, a, a context where just, like... Yeah, like, a grown adult man is, like... Well... Yeah, like three women in bikinis are like in a like in a, like a public place where there's just a bunch of like dudes sitting around and they're just kind of like undulating a little bit and you're like boop, you know va va boom you know like it's, right. it's like it I don't know it's like it's just weird it's yeah. it's, it's just like it's just like the 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 episode is kind of I was about to say to and like, then that's the whole episode is right. just that over and over again yeah, it's it's um, like, but it, like the framing of that episode is like, oh man, this is so hot. Or I'm just like, okay, like I'm already not if in the same headspace as these people, you know, like like start like right off the right yeah, off the bat. Yeah, and so then the uh, so then they, I think even like the actual deal gets kind of proposed off screen. Like the next thing we see is Archer coming back to the ship, and he has these three girls with him, and then kind of explains to to Paul like. Oh, this captain found this planet that has like a, you know, this mineral on it that's very valuable. And he wants Starfleet to like set up a mining operation there. And then like they'll share in the profits. And then and like as sort of a kind of token of trust, he gave us a gift of these three slave girls that we were like, okay, and took them. And I feel like it's I'm going to have a lot of problems with this episode, but I feel like this is kind of the crux of it is it's. I don't know if I, I don't have you you've watched Archer right or like some Archer uh, the, 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 the 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 cartoon yeah I guess yeah I've watched like the first like, two, or three, two or three seasons with, of it yeah, yeah having a character named Archer but but yeah but there, there's uh, I forget which episode it is but there's there's some episode where like they're you know busting up some crime ring or something and Ar- the in Archer the character keeps talking about how they're evil because they do white slavery. Um, and everyone else is just like, why? Why do you keep having to say that? Why do you? Yeah. Like, why do you refer to it that way? I, yeah, I've seen. And it's it's the yeah. same sort of feel where like we had a problem with the Orion in the previous episode because they were trying to make us slaves, and like that's very bad. But every they seem just kind of like 
okay with like sexy Orion slaves. Well, it's like it's just like and then like not like we'll let them be our slaves, okay, but more like we'll let you have them as slaves and just kind of like sit there and let it ha- and like not say anything, and then like you give them to us as a gift, like like a thing, and we'll like be like okay, we'll take that, and then. Like a couple days later, after they've been on the ship for a while, be like, "Oh, you're free." By the right. way, right? That's that's the weird thing about it is that like it feels like there's a scene where like if it, it feels like Archer like forgot to tell them that they're not slaves anymore, and so they've just kind of been like walking yeah. around this place. They, no one gave them any clothes. Like they're just walking around this place in their bikinis, just kind of like being like like kind of like free agents of sexiness, and and, and then like yeah. and then like. Like t- like two days in or something, like Archer's like, you guys don't have to do that. Like it's like, this, I feel like that's that's yeah. You can like go off and live your own lives yeah. now. And yeah, it's very very odd. It's yeah, it's and like it's the thing with it is that like I I think I came into this kind of already knowing the sort of like the twist, which I guess to kind of skip ahead because then there's just several. Like, there's a lot of just, like, them going around the ship and all of the men on the ship being, like... They're so hot. Kind of, like, so hot, like, unable to work. Like, there's... Someone makes a comment of just, like, they went down to the mess hall and then everybody was, like, 15 minutes late for their duties, like, the next thing they had to do that day. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And so... And, like, and also, I, all the, know, women, and then, the women are getting headaches. Like The women, the women are getting headaches. Yeah. The, the, like, two women that are apparently on the ship. But, yeah. And so... Then kind of the the twist ends up being, like, Phlox figures out that Orion women, like, secrete this pheromone that basically, like, makes men kind of, like, uncontrollably, like, raises their adrenaline levels and makes them aggressive and, like, extremely susceptible to suggestion and basically lets them, like, mind control men or, like, manipulate them, which kind of, like I said, like, I'm pretty sure has been the plot. Like, I can think of, like, multiple other episodes already where the plot is just, like, what if women were manipulative, but they had, like, a superpower that let them be super manipulative? And, like, mm-hmm. what can a man do? Right? Like, that that was the plot of yeah. the that terrible, like, Alan of Troyes yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, like, the TNG one with, with Famke Jansen that's kind of like that. Well, I'm... <sighs> I'm trying to figure out. Like, I'm looking. I'm looking right now. While we're talking about this. Like, how many episodes before this have the Orion been in? Because, like, I don't think this is like a thing that really gets talked about in any other episode with them, before or after. That, like, or after. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, because then I like, started Kenny's thinking about like, not in, going around, in like, Discovery. Yeah. Right. Go on, or sorry. even like in Discovery, like you know, Osiris. There's a scene where she's like standing and negotiating with the the admiral guy, and like he's like perfectly clear-headed and yeah right. i don't know also my other thing with that is that like it's being presented as like this sort of like they're sort of discovering this for the first time but also like it does it doesn't seem like it's a difficult thing for flocks to figure out so how is this not just a thing that's known around right the galaxy before this like this is the first time anyone's figured out that like maybe the reason everyone acts so weird around orion is because they have like some pheromone i don't know yeah i'm trying to cause I, I i my my understanding of it when i was watching it is that um like it seemed like a thing that like i it almost felt like they like they had been like implanted with something but that's not really what it says in the episode it's just uh, in like the description it just says like they have a pheromone uh, yeah but I, so i don't know but yeah because then like the the other like supposed to be like big plot twist at the end that you're supposed to be like Wow, is that the the Orion captain reveals that like 
he was also being like controlled by these yeah women yeah that like they think you know they act like they're slaves but they're really the ones in charge women am i right it's a lot of women am i right yeah. i feel like at, kind of at the end of this episode yeah. but yeah it's like it, it's it's yeah it's weird again like going to going back to like brandon braga like it and it feels like not really fair to like make make too much fun of him in this episode because he did not write this and this is like after he had kind of been taking off the show but like it, this feels like it was written by him because like I have, mm-hmm. you know, we can't we can't talk about it though because like I think that this, there's like a whole discussion to be had about this, and I actually just found a book about like like the book I've kind of been looking for for a long time that is like the making of all of these shows, and I, it's not exactly what I want, but I think it's close enough, and so I think I will probably read that and like I'll get a lot of a bunch of insights, but like it just feels like the kind of thing where he's like where it's like he's the person who brought seven on, on uh, on Voyager, yeah. and it's like. You know, obviously, like, Seven's great. I love Seven. I'm glad she's on the show. But the, it's this thing of, like, you re- reading his interviews where he's, like, you know, he had this idea one day, like, oh, what if we brought a Borg on the show? And he said, like, what if we, we brought a Borg on the show and made her a real babe? And it's, like, and, like that's, that's like, the the kind of, like, frat bro energy I think that we're getting out of. The, the, it feels like it's, like, being poured into this. This and, and like yeah. it's it's a, and it's like and I did I did check and I am pretty sure he is responsible in some part for the four days and four nights episode which is like again like big time like bro Star Trek energy. Um, anyway though we don't need to like rip on him in this episode but but just I just yeah. yeah it's just not yeah and I guess the other thing with it is that like you know so like I I'm pretty sure I had read can I knew beforehand like that that was what the twist was with this was that like they had some sort of you know superpower that like was making them control the the men but i feel like even knowing that it didn't make me feel better about what was happening right because i think yeah i don't know if it took too long to get there or like but presumably like what it's supposed to be is just like oh well this explain you know that kind of before that you're supposed to be like this seems so like out of character for all of these people to be behaving like this like something must be wrong and then you find out that it was just because these pheromones were controlling them and not because they're just like terrible people and be like, oh, well, that explains it. But I feel like even either because like they don't hint at that enough or it takes too long to get there that you just spend too much of the episode being like, like, these guys are extremely like unprofessional and they can't keep it in their pants. Just, like, yeah. Yeah. Like incredibly skeevy. Well, because uh-huh. I think I think part of that is because I think there's a there's a, a key scene in conveying that vibe, which it comes like relatively early where they're in like a uh a gym, um, like Mayweather and Malcolm are oh, in a gym, yeah. and like they're talking about how hot they are, and um, and then like Mayweather's like, oh yeah, I remember when I was fifteen, I was on a ship, and they picked up some women, and they were very open, and like the only thing that got him through it was 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 training, was lifting weights with his dad. And yeah, and like, and, and then, that's why Mayweather. So that's, that's the why backstory doing- of like why Mayweather is so buff. And then, yeah, and, then, and then Malcolm's like, oh man, I should do that too. And it's like, this is the thing about it where it's like, I think sometimes when, when, uh, when we, we have episodes like this, when people are acting like, like jerks, like either they realize it or everybody else does, or like, it's so obvious that the audience knows it immediately. Yeah. And we, that you and get, we were like, which they kind of get to by the time, like, so the, the other kind of character that plays a role in this is, Kelby, who's like one of the other people in engineering, or I think that he's he's the person he's, yeah, that tri- tri- trips when Tucker left, yeah. or yeah, when when Trip left, became like head engineer, 
and he he i think is the only one that kind of plays it to that degree yeah of where like he's like incredible just like not being him like not acting like any sort of normal person yeah that you're just like oh well like something must be really wrong <laughs> yeah and there. it seems like it, it honestly it's like that's the like that's the that's the the meter of performance that the episode needed i think because like the way that mayweather yeah. and the way that mayweather and malcolm are talking about it it's just like it's just like two dudes at a gym and it's like well like there are pretty women on the ship like it like are you like yeah. like just like calm down it's like i interact with pretty women myself sometimes and it's i don't know it's just like this thing of this, this entirely unrelatable thing of like like i i've never i've never ever in my entire life like been in the presence of a pretty person and been like oh man i don't know what I, yeah I, what like am i, I like, gonna, literally what am I gonna no do control like, of my faculties yeah, like, yeah it's crazy like it's it's, it's like completely it just, they just they just everyone just kind of comes off as like a low level creep and like you need yeah. them i think to, for this to work at all you need them to kind of come off as like high level creeps you know <laughs> Right, right. Like you need, you yeah, need being everybody like so out of character. Yeah. You need everybody I mean, to be maybe acting like because... that one episode of DS Nine where, uh, yeah, where, yeah, where, yeah. Uh, I think that's the level. Roxana of... has like space menopause, which is like not even like a very good episode, but like you know, yeah. But that one, you immediately know that like something is yeah, wrong, except for the twist ending that that nothing was affecting O'Brien. He was just being a jerk for no reason. <laughs> right, but but yeah, like. Uh, that's that's the that's the level you need you need someone doing like a jake Cisco jumping on his dad's shoulders being like oh what's she doing you know like that's that's right. what you need or like uh uh Dax being like off screen with like just her hands like yeah. running up and down someone's right. body yes that's that's yeah i think i think if you had if you had done it more that way i think i mean the part of it is that like if i think even if you have played this for comedy, the way the women are dressed and like their situation, it would still come off as like pretty skeevy. But I still even think just like whatever you're doing, comedy or drama, like d- if you went, you you got to go broader, like because it, it it just feels yeah. too close to like just a normal creepy person the way that it is. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I will say about that that scene where they're in the uh, in the gym, did you catch the when when Mayweather was talking about the the women that came on his ship when he was a kid that they were he, they were Delton women. Which is the species that um I don't know her actual name, but V'ger in the uh, Star Trek the Motion Picture, like that woman that gets like possessed by V'ger, um, is a Delton. Okay, okay. Um, I don't know if there's been other. Uh, apparently, there's been other like unnamed Deltons, but that's the kind of main mm. other one. Do we know like <laughs> the, uh, are they? It says in- there. There is some. I think there is some comment in Star Trek the Motion Picture. Like, because, like, she had, like, some previous relationship with the captain, I think. But I think there is some comment about them being, like, like, not like this, but just that they're, like, they don't have, like, a sense of shame around sex. And, like, we'll just kind of, like, talk about it. Or mm-hmm. um, I think there is some, like, like dialogue about that kind of thing. Because, like, she's also the one that I think spends the entire movie wearing, like, a t-shirt and nothing else. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in a long time. I want to watch that movie again because I want to just... I, I wanna when I watched I've only seen that movie once I think once or twice and like I remember like kind of liking it but also being like kind of bored by it but like I don't know <laughs> I actually I just watched Wrath of Khan again in, on in theaters because um, it it was yeah you were for, about for that. like the fortieth anniversary and oh, I think they're doing like a full on fortieth anniversary release later on this year but like the theater that that I 
go-to was showing up like kind of early for this 40th, 40th anniversary thing. And, um, and I was just like, man, I would get down on original, the original, like the first movie in a theater. I think that's like, that's gotta be the best place to yeah, watch. Yeah. I'm sure it's one of those that's meant to be yeah. seen on a big screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just with like, it's very like visually yeah. pretty. I'm, I'm in a new office at my work right now. And I just, I ordered three, like, I love like old illustrated posters. So I ordered three illustrated posters to hang in, um, in my new office. And I've got, uh, on her majesty, on her majesty's secret service, the great Muppet, right. the great Muppet caper. And, um, nice. And the Star Trek promotion picture. Cause I think that has that really cool, uh, nice. that really cool poster where it's like Spock and Kirk's faces. And then like the, the colors, like the rainbow colors kind of like, yeah, rainbow. that's the one with the colors coming yeah. in, right? Yeah. Um, that's a cool poster. Nice. Yeah. Anyway, uh, and Green Bumper Caper, they're all popping out of a newspaper, so I like, I like that one, too. <laughs> okay, fun. Yeah, I, so I guess just to, to wrap this yeah. up. So basically, <laughs> like, the way the, the episode... So th- there's a lot of that for a long time, and then uh, one of the Orions tries to convince Kelby to basically, like, sabotage the warp core and sabotage the ship, and then the Orion captain from the beginning kind of comes up on them, expecting them to be totally disabled, and it turns out this was all just kind of a trick because the Orion were trying to destroy Enterprise to like get revenge for whatever other episode. Mm-hmm. And then it turns out that T'Pol, because she's a Vulcan, is not affected by this pheromone. But also, Trip is not affected because he and T'Pol have been in a relationship, and so they have like a psychic bond that's protecting him. Well, as T'Pol says, um, uh, they've made it. Is what it's how T'Pol describes. Yeah, and then he's like, "No, we didn't." And she just kind of gives him like a look, and he's like, <laughs> "What does that mean?" Like, <laughs> I don't know. And I mean, like, maybe if maybe I don't have the context of whatever episode that happened in, but I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, and so so they the two of them are like able to think clearly, and so they save the ship. Um, yeah, uh, because the the Orion ship had sort of latched this towing cable onto them and was using it to take them back to Orion. And so they they use the deflector, which everyone knows is the most useful multi-purpose part of a starship, and like shoot uh like shoot energy along the cable that then disables the Orion ship and then they're able to escape because of that. Yeah, and then it ends with kind of this scene between Tucker and T'Pol where T'Pol's like, you know, kind of uncomfortably trying to tell him that she wants him to come back to enterprise and he's like tries to get her to just come out and say it and then ends up being like you know turns out i already like made my request to come back to enterprise three days ago this this uh i didn't write very many notes for this episode but one of the only notes i wrote for this episode is this scene is like a really bad version of um the scene from uh empire strikes back where han is trying to get leia to like tell him that that she wants him to stay uh where he's like oh yeah he's like come on like you know you 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 want you want me to say because of how you feel about me like that's that's what this episode reminded me of like but like a really dumb stilted version of it yeah and then that is apparently the end of enterprise Mm -hmm. Um, the only other thing that I had kind of made a note about during the, the episode was, so the, again, sort of the whole kind of ruse that, uh, that this Orion captain uses is that they, they want Starfleet to build a mining operation on 
whatever this like planet that has a bunch of minerals on it is. And the, my, my thought was just like, is that really like his like, again, like early Starfleet, who at this point has what, two ships? Um, like, is that really the first people you would go to if you wanted to like establish a mining operation on some remote planet? Mm-hmm. Like of all the races in the galaxy, you're just like, let's get these like humans that just got into space to like construct a mining facility for us. Like, are there not Ferengi yet? Or I don't know. Oh, I need to issue a correction. I was I was wrong. There actually are a few episodes more of season four of Enterprise before the finale. So I, I think I, oh, okay. I I read I read the I read the episode title that was coming up, but I think I transposed it in my head with the what the actual finale is called. So I apologize. Oh, okay. I apologize for that. Uh, to I'm holding myself accountable. Oh um, no! Yeah. You're so right. although the next the next two are are both those like mirror episodes because yeah. those are the mirror universe ones. Yeah. That I think like don't even t- actually tie into the real show. Yeah, I don't. Like, there's not like a. It's not like Enterprise goes to the mirror universe. It's just like, in case you wondered, like, what are mirror versions of all these characters doing right now? Um, but I think like doesn't actually tie into the show at all. And then yeah, I don't know what those, the last two before that. Uh, the only other note that I had was just uh, there's one, there's one scene where I think uh, that that guy I don't remember is Keeley or what is his name, uh, but he he is showing I, I, he I believe this is what I all I have is just the quote written down, but I, I'm pretty sure that what is that what was happening is that Keeley is showing one of the Orion women around engineering and he shows her this one area and she is he says in like this really sexy voice that's where the matter and antimatter mix <laughs> i was just like that's a really funny thing to say uh, in a sexy voice <laughs> uh-huh. but yeah not good not good no um, it's not. they did a bad job with this one <laughs> but yeah i i don't know again there's there's nothing to say about the actual plot and i feel like saying anything about the problems of the episode it would just be beating a dead horse at this point yeah. so uh well thank you everybody for listening we do this every other sunday so in a couple weeks we'll be back with an episode that is actually even worse than this one unfortunately i think <laughs> unfortunately. Uh, so this episode the next episode we're doing is a kind of a famous episode it's called skin of evil um and we will talk about why it's famous uh next time but that episode is season one, episode 23 of Star Trek TNG. Um, so you can check that out and then come back and listen to us in a couple of weeks. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at Contracts. You can email us at outofcontracts at gmail.com. You can visit our website at outofcontracts.podbean.com. Or you can follow us on YouTube at Out of Contracts. Contracts, contracts is spelled C-O-N-T-R-E-K-S. You can also check out the other shows that are on the Kaleidoscope Media Podcast Network. There is Here's Johnny, which is a horror media podcast. There's Wizard Studies, the Harry Potter podcast. And there's That's Now Science Source, which is a science and pop culture podcast. Uh, so feel free to check any of those out, and we will see you uh, next time. Thanks. Thanks, everybody. Bye.